All right, you dirty, sexy binges. I don't know. I'm feeling a little weird today. <laughs> Welcome back to another IRT podcast, everybody. We did it. We made it through. We said we weren't going to do it, but we watched Miss Marvel episode six. And God dang it, we have things to talk about. Um, well, six, six weeks is a long time. Is it been six is a long weeks? Time. Oh, my God. One episode a week. Fast. Oh, my goodness. Wait. Did they only release one at a time, or did they release like three? Uh, no, it was one at a time. No, Never it was mind. one at a time. Week, week, was it really here. six weeks? Holy shit! It was. Well, I want to ask you guys something. Uh, are you gonna remember Miss Marvel? Yeah, I'll remember this this show. All right, guys. So, okay. Th- th- we kind of know where Jared's at now. We did start this episode right pre-recording saying, all right, who's going to start this? Who's going to say, I remember that? And Jared said, well, I'll let you know how I feel during the... So, Jer, by your comments, I'm guessing that... Okay. We we all said episode six, uh, the, the season was kind of getting very stagnant in the content it was giving us and the weight it yeah. was giving it to us. And then mm-hmm. episode six comes out and the fucking... For me, it was a good episode. It was the best episode of the show, mm-hmm. and we saw that with another six-episode show we just watched recently. It wasn't uh, as heavily contrasted, <clears throat> um, and by that I mean Miss Marvel's budget wasn't entirely in episode six like the other show it, was. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if if Miss Marvel commands such a huge budget. Like that's that was Star it definitely Wars. That's does. Obi Yeah, and I was comparing the two. And I'm like, oh well, they're definitely the best episodes of each perspective show. Um, it's hard to say. Maybe by the end of this, I'll be able to say which episode six was better. Um, but like as that. far as like is, is something happening in this show, giving the show purpose, and and seeing where she fits into all this, uh, it was definitely the most uh, important episode. And I think that I don't know what we said in episode four and five. I think we said we're like done with this, or we definitely or said it's, that it's we were waiting. That maybe we'll do for like so, big fader shit to happen. I I yeah. think that uh, I don't know. I can't remember which one of us said it. Uh, all of us might have said it at some point or another, but the show eventually turned out to be what we thought was. It's an introduction. It's a little bit of a backstory, yeah. and we find out at the end in the end credit scene. We're, we'll talk about it later uh-huh. that she will be uh-huh. in the movie the marvels it's so hard not to jump to the conclusion when you talk about this episode it really is i mean there's a lot of things especially at the end i'm I'm trying to get like a gauge of the whole thing at once is we now we now we now know that she's going to be on the big screen so what was the point of this it was literally just to kind of introduce the character maybe gauge interest and then you know Go all right, there. so let me just talk about it real quick because we're kind of into it and I'm excited about talking about all this. So the episode mm-hmm. six comes out and the synopsis basically is, guys, that, you know, Kamala comes home from Pakistan. She kind of understands her her purpose now with her powers in a sense. She lets her family know, which I I think was a great thing. And mm-hmm. um, she's now ready to face the villain. I'm going to put in quotations because we're going to talk about that a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, fully become the Miss Marvel character. Uh, you it, think it's kind of weird that everybody that she knows just kind of accepts the fact that she has superpowers now? I like that, though. I did make a point. 
point in here because a lot of cause, especially when it comes to teenagers getting superhero powers, you know, you can't tell my parents it's, oh, I'm doing drugs or I'm doing mm-hmm. web slingers. Like, I mean, you can't tell your parents when you're a superhero. So the way they did it, and this is a new Marvel uh, character. Uh, Miss Marvel has been introduced in the comic books within the past decade. She's very fresh and new. So having a new concept like that where the parents know they're understanding. Um, mm-hmm. One of my biggest points I said is the, the end scene with the dad about him her him kind of that one-to-one with her and saying you know like this is magic this is beautiful and killing giving her the name yeah and it kind of it kind of speaks on what we've been battling with this entire season with the theme of family it brings that to a full circle where you know okay she the family's very supportive they have a big community with family i tell them the secret and once again i'm supported i have that community i have my family and i i liked that i i didn't like that the family you know is supportive of it because it is superpowers and i guess superpowers are always met with uncertainty from people that don't have superpowers so i didn't like that aspect of it but i did like that she didn't even have to say anything they all already knew because the family <laughs> just can't shut the fuck up right <laughs> i liked that because it does it, the whole theme of the whole show was family and that just puts another layer on top of it yeah the shows a lot of these shows i keep talking about is identity and it seems like the whole phase of, of uh, phase four and the whole concept of it and this identity crisis that these characters go through. And if you think about all the Marvel characters, there's not really many that hide their identity aside from Spider-Man yep. and, and Miss Marvel. Everybody yep. else, like everybody knows Bruce Banner's the Hulk. Everybody knows who Thor is, Iron Man. They don't sure. do a job to hide it. So to see another character come out as this young kid who doesn't want to get into trouble, it very much, episode six emanated like a, a Spider-Man vibe. Always okay. with Miss Marvel's Huge whole way, we kept connecting dots. You'll listen to the previous podcast. We always would relate, and I think it has something to do with a teenager getting superpowers yeah. and that responsibility yeah. being put onto a kid. Finding out who you are, trying to fit in, and then you get these superpowers on top of it. And how do you balance like superhero and, and personal life? And this job, this episode did a really cool job of it. And um, I still I feel was thinking, Bruno. Uh, he, I felt like maybe they they rushed a little bit because if we have like in between the beginning of phase one and the end of phase one between Iron Man and the Avengers, there was four years, right? We're two years into phase four. So why are we, we're, we're, we're rushing with a lot of this stuff and we'll talk about that at the conclusion. Um, but I don't know if this really helped us answer where, where this story is going or how many of these stories there are. Well, um, it's kind of interesting. Cause I have, after watching this and now that we know that there's going to be a connection with, um, miss marvel and everything and knowing that we kind of battled a little bit with this as a tv show and knowing that like you said we're a couple years into uh phase four understandable the world had to kind of slow things down um but i was wondering would this have been would we have been able to grab onto the character and the idea of her being in the mcu more say with moon knight if moon knight and um miss marvel were movies and they introduced like they did with ant-man and they did with um because ant-man's kind of a b-class character and they did the same thing with black panther um i I think black panther is a big movie but he's a b character in the avenger scheme of things see i think we get an entirely different movie if we do miss marvel on the big screen because it's a different storyline i feel like we get this this six series episode thing is more of like a prequel and Mm -hmm. you know we don't get a lot of the 
we get do we we do get some action, but we don't get the crazy action that you would on the big screen. We don't get the big names. You know, it's and that's why I was saying like after watching episode six of this again. By the way, we're skipping every season we see to episode six, <laughs> yeah. right? After the last, these last two run-ins, we're skipping right to episode. Uh, six. But oh. I, one of my notes was it felt like a Marvel product finally. Like I understand okay. we've had this underlying Marvelness going on, but we said that it was taking a back seat. It finally grabbed the steering wheel this time. Um, mm. the the beginning where the mother gives her the costume which i was like okay poor kamala spent months making her uh avengers con costume and the mother pulls one out in a second i'm like oh poor girl um this is a big thing that that actually blew me away about this episode was um and it's not necessarily a story because the show's not about the mom and dad but the character development development in them and the fact hmm. that this show started with them as the villains she couldn't go to avenger con yeah. she was trapped in a room that she Try to make her the shitty costume. By the end of the show, they've not only given her her new suit, her new costume, but they've also given her the name Miss Marvel. Yes. So and they go from taking everything to her to making her what she is in the MCU. And I think that's that, that was absolutely the, the highlight of the episode. It was. Even, even more so than it's ending. That See, given... I, th- I thought the highlight was when Bruno and Kamran were trying to escape. And mm. he puts the two hats on and Kamran has a hat that says Halal. Yeah, and, and Bruno has one that says Haram, which means forbidden. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if I. And uh... I thought that that was just a funny little thing that you know the Muslim gets halal and the white guy gets Haram, and I thought that was yeah, that's that was that, brilliant. That, that sat kind of weird with me. I don't, I don't know. No? Did, did you guys get a, like a like a why? Why would they do that? Why would they? Why would they go out almost out of their way to put Haram on a? a white person if i'm not saying they're this what they're going for but why have the words on the hat at all the long going joke in the mcu and everybody makes fun of fucking marvel for it is that you put on glasses and a hat you're in yeah disguise. yeah that was a <laughs> yeah. joke yeah right it was a great jab at that but i don't know the there's something about the halal i think that was on the a hats. culture thing just i i think it was more of just like a a little jab you know that it's like, just kind of funny. Like if we, we put a, like a hat on me that says like angel, and then one that says like Satan, like it's it's. I think it maybe sits it's more weird. with the audience uh, from that culture than that. Maybe we don't get the sense of where it's coming from. Like someone that so people from that uh, sure. culture might see it. Like, ha, 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 ha. Okay. We see it. We might not get it uh, uh, fully. Yeah. Um, it does make sense considering you know how poor Bruno guys got friend zone and cock teased. The oh my god, season. I feel I feel for Bruno. And then so even bad. at this season, he gets like the butt end of a gun in his face. I'm like, oh, this poor guy. But now that we know that she's going to the big screen, maybe that romance is going to be Man. part of the story. You don't ah. put a side. Listen, you don't put a side story in because she's going to be a side no, story. No, I a big feel story. for Bruno. Bruno <laughs> is going to get his woman. Damn it! I'm telling you this. Um, no, I. I don't know like there is what i did like and i said this is that this one had the cultural spots in it um nicely done added touch like when for example the dodc they come in and they go into the mosque again and um you know he makes a subtle comments this time uh, they all have their ids ready uh he makes the 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 quote and she says i don't need to hear the quran and he's like that's actually oh, that was abraham lincoln. lincoln i love that um little subtleties like that maybe even the hats having the names was enough for me huh. to be like all right good i get the cultural that aspect that's in the show now but we we've gotten that i get like i get it I needed to slow down like S season uh, episode two. I know you mentioned the DODC and they they did this early on in the episode two. You knew that there was something fucky with her 
when yeah. she says, this is what happens when kids get powers. And it's like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you send a drone to blow up the fucking Mart? Yeah, you did. Yeah, That's on you, you there, bitch. There, there's stuff that offends <laughs> both sides of this. I, I get it. And it's 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 to show like how these norms, if you don't like obey, it makes things awkward. And mm -hmm. how quickly you can kind of vilify yourself if you're not willing to poke fun at yourself in a weird way. Yeah. Um, so the, the show did a, a kind of a a good job of using little cultural pieces to make the bad guys the bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, it, it's fine. I, I was totally all for it. And the bad guys are, they were assholes. They're still scrolls, but they're assholes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you're, you still think they're scrolls then? Yep. Everyone's right, a scroll right. ever since we mentioned it. Um, I will say getting her more like the part where she finally puts on the, the outfit and you get the music changes to the, I see light, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I was really bumping into it. She's stepping over she's swinging. I'm like, okay. I see a superhero in here. I see a super being. I didn't get that vibe from her this entire season. I understand she kind of had this bangle that made her powerful. I didn't get that until I saw this. I needed more of her using the powers, I think. as Because once I, I saw that... I think it was her like, gaining confidence throughout the series. Which is good. And you can do that. You get that in any story that has a six-episode thing to it, especially when they first gain their powers, you know, gain yeah. the powers, understanding the powers. But I would think I would want more of her using them instead of understanding the history and the culture and the family portion of it. I would have felt more of like, hey, this is a Marvel ride that we're on. That episode felt like a Marvel ride with the way her character was uh, purveyed. And it was, it was cool. It was fun cool. seeing her yeah. like that. Yep, to see her evolve into what she is. Now, mm -hmm. can we... Nothing really else happened in this episode, right? She gets her name, her new costume. Yeah. Bye. I mean, they, they close a few holes. I mean, Kamran goes to meet that Red Dagger dude, yeah. and they just kind of nod, and that ends. Um, obviously, the Bruno love storyline, that just kind of ends. Shoulder shrug, um, shoulder shrug. <laughs> the, the, all, all the friends figuring it all out now. You know, Bruno's that, like, that, I got a chance. Um, yeah, she leads the second bangle. Where the fuck is the second bangle? That was a huge story plot that just kind of died off. Yeah, I don't know if that really matters. Well, it, I think it, I don't think it does anymore. I think it does no, the no comic more. book fans because me as a comic book fan, if I'm watching, okay, for example, if I'm watching Spider-Man and he doesn't have his web slingers, mm. it's a missing part of the superhero. I know for a fact that this character has two bangles in the comic books. And to not get them, I, I feel like the fact that we definitely are going to get more Miss Marvel means there's more story. They, they have more yeah. to play on. I could see them being like this whole, you have to be more powerful. Well, I'll find the second bangle and I'll leave. Like, I, that's how I kind of see it. That's happening. what I don't like about these little six episode things. It was just an introduction and it didn't fulfill my need for Marvel so in you the end. I think they gave you too much to get too little out of it, Look. maybe. Did they introduce too many storylines that they couldn't? We don't know the big picture. We That's don't. That's the problem you're having. I... Yeah. <laughs> Is it, though? Here's the thing. Okay, so, like, did we, every time we saw a new market, we knew after Avengers, the first Avengers movie, we were getting Thanos as the bad guy. Right. Um... Then every Marvel movie that came out, but sure, that they was four years after the first Iron Man, right? Four years. But now we also have Kang. We know how Marvel. We have. We know the. We know the equation. We know how we it don't works. Don't know Kang. They never said Kang in the universe yet. It's, he's not we, even introduced. Oh, it. isn't that from Loki? Yeah, Kang? we're supposed yeah. to be getting Kang as one of the major villains. But I've also been reading a lot of like you know, fan fiction and stuff, and and. Sure. Uh, Things they say that like Galactus actually might be in Kang's kind of a, just a red herring. But mm. knowing that we have this big multiversal, almost Secret Wars thing happening, 
we when we have the movies come out like ant-man coming out did ant-man help add to the idea of them going forward each time without ant-man you can't have endgame well 100 percent. yeah that's probably the wrong person <laughs> to choose well this is the thing <laughs> without any of them you can't have endgame but did we know that back then did we know that these no pieces... no we sure so... shit didn't and you're right this six episode series is such a tease but if you can if you can condense it all into one movie and then in two years when when the big reveal is out then you watch this up this miniseries and you're like oh shit for example for real good movies we just watched iron man 2 as part of the ongoing mcu thing Woo! and <laughs> that is not the best mcu movie. it's actually pretty dull it's it's not it's not yeah good. it's just not the best however if you go back after watching all this shit and you realize, like, hey, this is the start of the MCU. The 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 real meaty, juicy start with Shield and and all these characters. And then you see its importance, even if it's not the greatest product at the time, it still serves a purpose. And Miss Marvel is huge, especially that last like five minutes of yeah. the episode. I, yeah, one hundred percent. The the cutscenes were very big, and we'll talk about it in a second. Um, I I I want to. That's the problem right now. You know what I mean? You're sitting here and you're showing me this little tiny sapling and saying it's going to yeah. be a tree one day and i'm having a hard time seeing this tree no because we just want tree we want i want fruit <laughs> give it to me like i just i i 100 and i think that we've been getting this is the same to say with both star wars we've been given so much content and uh fan service even and just ideas and years of building on this that when we're not given our healthy uh, healthy portion right away we're still hungry we still want more but i think like we said in the last uh, our last episode of the podcast this is a slow burn we need to realize that i it's this feels like maybe an uh, an iron man 2 start uh with miss yeah. marvel you know like you had... a little a little one my one last note that might change your mind mm -hmm. yeah is uh at the very end bruno said um that her jeans. He drops the M word. He drops the mutant. He says mutant. Is Kamala? They weren't allowed to become an X Man. They weren't allowed. Marvel has not allowed since they've started their studio to use the word mutant or made mutation because Fox has owned the rights to those words and that yeah. branding and that. So to get it, I know like we already got it's kind of moot point at this point when you've seen Multiverse of Madness and you've gotten a, a Charles Xavier. However. Yeah getting that in there is such a big statement because it finally means that the MCU can be opened up to this whole other world of mutants and and uh, different superheroes and almost anyone coming into play. Jerry, you're looking like you just ate a lemon. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It, it, it's fine. The, 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 the last five minutes of this episode when he drops that revelation, he says mutation. And then they did this. They did the Star Wars fan service route, where they played the little X Men intro from the '97 cartoon show, which is so far from relevant to these shows. And I feel like when I'm watching Miss Marvel, I would never, in a million years, associate that with the '97 X Men cartoon show. So why are you? Just like when little Anakin does something bad, they'll play like the, the Imperial March. Mm -hmm. Why are you playing that? I'm not stupid. I'm not stupid. I know what mutation and I know what that implies. So to play the music was kind of like a, oh, hey, remember? Like, ooh, remember? We got your money, bitches. We got your money. Whatever the fuck we want. 
And I, I thought that was – I didn't like it in Multiverse of Madness you mentioned at that. all. Yeah. And I don't like it here. I, Why did they do that twice within three I have months a of two movies? theory about this too. And you, I, I was listening to our last episode before recording this as I do. And you mentioned that. You said the Multiverse of Madness, they put in uh, Charles Xavier with that um, X-Men um, uh, music behind it. Yeah. So you said a comment, are they doing this because they need to and they, or because or they can? I honestly think it's a little bit of both right now. Um, they can mm-hmm. because, hey, we got all the rights now. Let's fucking inject all this heroin fan service into you and get you hooked. It's, it's that Star Wars. It's man. grimy. Star Wars mentality. It's very bad. However, what are they going to do after No Way Home? How are you going to keep us interested? Miss Marvel would have no weight to it if we didn't get those last five. Like the oh, last fuck. episode would have been good, but the last five minutes of it were those oh shit! Like the audience gets out of their seats moment, and that's big in the MCU when you're finishing something. We want to see that. Like we barely got it with um, uh, Moon Knight. The only reason we got a little bit was because like oh Jake Lockey, now we know who he is. So I just want to. Yeah. I, I I was just looking a little bit more into the X Men thing. Um, I didn't realize that the X-Men, the animated series theme song can be heard as he says that. Yeah. yeah this oh, is what, this yeah. is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. Okay. So that's just, so I... it's, it's the biggest hint that the X-Men and mutants are joining the MCU, which do we, do we need the original X-Men now? No, do something new. This is Thank what you. I'm saying. You Thank have you. a fucking canvas. You already painted this masterpiece on half this canvas with the end game, the infinity saga. Why do you have to, like, hey, remember this? Let's fill in the other half with just nostalgia, just for the purpose of nostalgia, because we think it'll sell. It didn't need that little sting. It didn't need it. It was totally unnecessary. And I, I think agree. People could have put two and two together without it. I think, like you said, like heading it now, especially when you're using a like a score from a cartoon from the nineties. Um, yeah. Why? None of these people, like, unless you're us and are super into culture, like pop culture, you're not getting that reference. Especially, no. like I said, I want my daughter to see this. My daughter isn't gonna give a shit. Not gonna go right over her head. So I feel like yeah. giving it to us like that is the wrong way. Giving us uh, characters we've seen before, like Charles Xavier, Wolverine. If I see Wolverine, I don't give a fuck. We see all this stuff about fan service again, about fans wanting to uh, cast Wolverine. I don't want to see Wolverine anymore. I want. I. I, yeah. I no one can be Wolverine after Hugh Jackman. So like, yeah, I right. need new stuff. And you, this the mutants are such a huge. Would you be huge okay? Umbrella of heroes they could use. So with I want to see new people. Jackman making a cameo though. No, because it nope. feels okay. You don't even want the cameo. No, nope. I don't need okay. the cameo. Like this is the thing. Here's the thing. Because yeah. at this if point, if it fits the story, is a cameo okay? It feels uh, like it's beating. No, it feels like or, it beats the dead that... horse. Okay. Like okay. throw in something new. Yeah. Throw in something new because then it feels new. If you just do, Wolverine... I just love me some Hugh Jackman. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's literally here's, all. Here's the problem: is that Spider-Man No Way Home did it first, and they did it the best. You're right. You're right. So to have him, it's it just looks like even in Multiverse of Madness, when 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 prep for, well, huge spoilers, Professor X, <laughs> and then Reed Richards comes out, and everyone expects the theater to like erupt in like mayhem, like it did for Spider Man No Way Home. It did. It did. Fell flat. I was like, well, I'm. I was expecting this. I've seen like I, my jaws already hit the floor. I'm just picking it up from Spider Man No Way Home. So see, in Spider Man, I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. With this, I was like, oh cool, it's Professor X. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, I was like, oh, cool. They got they got X in this. Like, well, I, I, I was told... I was excited, but I wasn't 
Yeah, I got. I even told like Jared when I watched Multiverse of Madness. I legit knew that part was coming up. Watched it to that part. Wasn't excited enough to keep watching. I turned it off as soon as they all spoiler died. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah sure. But I do want to give you guys something because as we're talking about this, you know, the MCU. Uh, now we have X Men definitely involved, uh, and we have the multiverse, and we have. God, it's like it's in my head. It's bugging the fuck out of me. I want to. I, I need. I'm finally. We're here, sitting down. I get to let it go. What if? All right. Here's okay. my episode of What If. Moon Knight right. comes. Oscar Isaac's character. Apocalypse comes. Oscar Isaac's character. Both Egyptian no. gods. Dude, it's so good. I was loving okay, okay. it. Okay. Well, you, you, this one might help. So, no. We, he says <laughs> this might be an overthink. It says, but. We saw Captain Marvel in the Shang-Chi post-credit scene where Wong, Carol, and Bruce explained that when Shang-Chi used the Ten Rings, a beacon was sent out. Could Kamala's bangle be doing the same thing? Is this why Kamala and Carol swap places? Because Carol was out looking for her? Does this explain why the Ten Rings symbol was in Miss Marvel Episode 4? Is it all connected to the newer? Do we know? So you think Shang-Chi is also a mutant? We don't know. I don't. It's I, in the genealogy. They said that there's something in your in your body that makes you, and whether it's the Noor or whatever it is, that makes them a mutation, a mutant. So when I saw that revelation, I turned to to my producer and I said, "Holy shit! Who else is a mutant? Right? Like, what's the difference between a superhero? Is that something that's manufactured like Bruce Banner, Captain America? Mm-hmm. Is it a god like Thor, or yeah. is it just a guy in a suit like Iron Man?" Or is it someone who has this almost supernatural air to them? Like, um, look at the the DODC chick. Yeah, she she got fucking fired, and she wasn't even phased. Is she a scrawl or a mutant? Who knows? I I think is I, there another ulterior motive to why she was with the DODC? Not in, like in Avengers Endgame, we got an answer to the uh, not Endgame Avengers, the first one. Donald keeps coming up. <laughs> no, I, I keep burping. Uh, um, no, Avengers, the first one, we knew we were getting Thanos. So everything that kind of happened after that, we're like, oh, okay, that could happen this way. We, we could connect the dots to Thanos. Yeah. We don't know where to connect these dots. So that's why we said, what if this is? What if this is? And we have all these things. I feel like... Well, that's, we, I think that's the purpose of this pod or show right now is that we're trying to figure out, you know, what what, what, what do we think the most likely scenario is going to well, be? What if, we're what if more this... Excited. This is a big what if too. I think so. What if these stories don't have other uh, MCU characters? Like Moon Knight had no MCU refer- like it had right. references, but like no allusions to like Iron Man or posters of Captain America and all that shit. It was its own self-contained story, and maybe they're doing this for each of like the first of the the X Men because um, you'd never really got that with the old X Men movies. It was just kind of a team up. So to to introduce these X Men as shows and not just hey, this is another character and entering the MCU arena like. Hey, there's add another character to the fight. Have them branch off to the Thunderbolts. Have yeah. them you know, branch off to I, I think there's like Midnight Suns or something. Yep. Again, that's super comic book nerdy. No offense. No offense. <laughs> thanks, yeah. Um, but like, there's different stories, and, and and I'm kind of interested now to see how with all these rumors of Fantastic Four and mutants. I, I just want to know where Moon Knight comes into play. I think I, I'm I'm willing to bet he's a mutant somehow. Because I think he's a mutant. I just yeah. I just don't think that they can do a six episode thing about um, Moon Knight and then not throw him into the MCU in the future. It's just a matter of where, and we got yeah, we got a long way to go where and when. Yeah. Well, we have another movie coming out too. Uh, Black Panther stuff is coming out more and more. Uh, Black yes. Panther two, which I'm so 
freaking hyped for because we get a mutant in that one and i think it's gonna be the first i'm time. not excited because we don't have um i uh it's gonna it's gonna listen it's gonna have without him it's gonna oh. have a different with uh bozeman uh, chadwick bozeman um it's gonna have a different feel but i did want to comment they have namor in it namor is a mutant um who is in charge and, and rules atlantis um okay. so getting him in the comic books is, or in the mcu is gonna be really cool uh, and the fact that the mutants is being played because i feel like now they're i feel like the band-aid's been ripped off after buying fox they're comfortable saying the things they are about mutants now they're they plugging in tread lightly I but mean, yes i wanted to say don't don't throw wolverine at me don't throw storm at me don't throw all these people i've seen over right. and over and over i don't need professor x right now i don't um I sure maybe later, but give me new mutants we haven't seen. Maybe some that no one's heard of because these these Guardians of the Galaxy did really well and no one knew what they were about. I think yeah. doing niche superheroes and and um um like do like Jubilee or something that most. Well, everyone books... was comparing Miss Marvel to Jubilee as like the first X Men. Oh, which, okay. I'm okay. Yeah. Listen, you don't need to have a guy named Wolverine. You don't need to have Jean Grey. Do something different. Make your own X Men. You own the rights. Do whatever the fuck you want. You're Marvel. Like honestly, <laughs> and it, if you said X Force, so, like give us X Force. Give us some new X-Force branding of the X Force. That was Deadpool just stabbing fun. Listen, at it. But that was the best fan service ever. This, please. Oh God, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I guarantee you, dude. Poor Jerry's like, just stop giving me fan service. I need new oh, shit. The part of the Fox universe, Deadpool was my favorite part of the Fox X Men universe. Yeah, it's the only thing they did right when the, with that product. And to see what Marvel will do to it, fine. But I just don't know how it fits into the wholesome family story of the MCU. So again, it could be a darker storyline where they take future characters like Ghost Rider or somebody really fucking dark, and they go with that. I don't know. Like the door is open now. We have a so lot of things coming out. We have, um, you know, we have um, the dark, uh, the Black Knight's going to be part of it now. We have uh, Blade becoming part of it. Black. So we do have, we have like here's the thing that what Marvel is doing is they're trying to touch all these corners of entertainment, the world, mm-hmm. and every audience out there. They got to be careful how they do it because they are something that already has a fan base. Of and if they shake that fan base, you can shake a few of us out. And I don't know. I feel like I, it's a very touchy time right now for Marvel. It's on a teetering. I, I've even heard rumors of Kevin Feige leaving Marvel and yeah. heading to DC, which is makes sense. So, yeah, if you're such a at such a pivotal point in in Phase Four, where any little straw can break. Excuse me, that's not McDonald's. There's your McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I only ate oatmeal today. God. This podcast um, brought to you by GasX. <laughs> Take your time. Do something new. Don't even use the word X-Men. Don't in, in, introduce Professor X. Don't have Magneto. Go 10 years before you get Professor X. I did, That's fine with me because I like new. Yeah. I love new. And and I think we are, as we talk through these shows, that, hey, well, we're not willing to adapt them right away. We like new. We want new. Yeah. And we're okay. We're open to it. Otherwise, you don't get a 10-year story at Endgame because everyone's like, well, get to the Endgame. Get to Endgame now. I want Endgame now. Like, bitch, Endgame was 13 years. <laughs> 12 years of your life. You're bitch, be patient. Watching, so chill. Um, I also think that the way they gave them to us has to be done a little differently because Moon Knight was hard to hold on to. Um, it was better, easier to hold on to than Miss Marvel. Um, these six-episode shows of these new characters are 
difficult to manage and maneuver. Like I said, if we did a two-hour movie with all this excitement and everything, we would have gotten a different product. It would have felt different. They would have to keep that, you know, the the attention-grabbing yeah. stuff all the time instead of, like, right. ramping it up at the last 30 minutes of our uh, episode yeah. six times. So what, what I'll say about this episode is that I loved that it tied up the story, it gave the characters purpose, and then it revealed her as essentially the first X-Men because that's all people yeah. are fixated on. And yeah. I don't want the M I don't want the MCU to become what an elaborate story it is just to fall in and become the X-Men. It's more than that. There's I hate to I hate to I hate to say this, Jer, but like they started this season uh, this phase with um with Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm-hmm. It's that literally it, they gave us meth and said, "All right, you want <laughs> like you want something stronger? Good luck." Um, yeah, it's just they given us too much to start off with, and there. I think the only way they can keep us interested is by giving us characters that we want and we expect. And let's see what happens. I haven't seen Thor: Love the and Thunder yet. I'm very I. excited to see. I think Black Panther two is going to be a big um, turning point for the MCU. And I don't think Thor: Love and Thunder is really going to be. I really think it's Black Panther 2. Uh, it's, stand- it's a standalone thing. It always has been. It has its own feel. It has its own vibe. And it shouldn't have... like the- Wakanda has its own area in the world when it comes to the MCU. They're separate from everything. I feel like it's going to have its own problems. Yeah, um, yeah I'm just like I said. I, I think we just got to be patient. See what's coming out. And when these new shows come out, we need to be mindful until episode six and just yeah, just shut the up. fuck up and we won't do another episode of a podcast until episode six drops. And then Yeah, and <laughs> we'll the do best like a show recap. Now, you know? Yeah. I, I just want to go through my notes real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh about the post credit scene, Miss Marvel, she swaps place with Miss Marvel. No one understands why. It's uh. fine. Um then someone on Reddit said, if we don't get the mom giving Captain Marvel leftovers uh at the beginning of the marvels the movie like you know how that part where she's like give her leftovers like how did you do that so fast i would love if they brought that joke back <laughs> yeah great yeah <laughs> with yeah. this marvel captain marvel um uh sentinels and mutant killers i guess maybe the dodc is the beginning of the sentinels the, which is a big part of the x-men uh, but again that's just diving right into x-men territory yeah we've we already gotten the sentinels stuff. we don't need them again and then I said, is it okay if it's cheap and subpar, you just play the X-Men theme and then you, you know, it, it makes it better because the, the show felt cheap and maybe that was because of the pandemic, but it wasn't like Star Wars cheap. No, yeah. it's still I, like the, I mean? the sets felt good. The, it was the writing. Yeah. The writing right. was the hardest part in all this. So maybe it just didn't resonate with me. And then um, they just played the X-Men theme. And I thought that was so Star Wars of them. And I didn't like that. It was like a quick cop out. Like <laughs> I oh, love man, how we're wow. like comparing shit to Star Wars now. <laughs> yeah. uh, and what caused the sudden revelation of the X-Men? Like, was it something I missed? Is it these beacons? Is it Shang-Chi's bracelets maybe that triggered all this? The beacon? I think it's like what we, we keep saying. I think it's just honestly a corporate side of it, of them saying we need to keep things interesting. How do we do that? We don't have any two new characters and the writing is going to speak for itself. So let's stamp uh, an X-Men sticker on it and call it a day. Yeah. Which I do feel that with this when it comes to that stuff, uh, unfortunately, which sucks because getting in the MCU is a big deal. But you got to do it in products like give us Fantastic Four. I am excited for Fantastic Four to be done properly. Oh, that'll be- I heard a rumor that Spielberg was going to direct that. Oh, <laughs> God. That's going to be so bad. Oh, right. no. It's no. not going to happen. All the props to Spielberg. Love him to death, but you so, don't belong here. This is the wrong school. 
yeah, no, not this isn't the the MCU Spielberg. It's no. not for him. Oh, that would be cool. It's a dream. We'll see. Um, so how do we feel? Thumbs up uh, about as a total, as a, as a show, as a show, not as just episode show, six, and as part of the MCU. All right, I'm gonna go first. as a show. As a show, it was, it was, it was, it was. We all I mean, got middle middle thumbs. We all got middle thumbs. No. <laughs> middle thumbs. It's middle very thumbs. much a five. It was just a show I watched it. As part of the MCU, I'm gonna give it one thumb up because it's it started. Oh, he he's got a thumb down. I don't. I'm Listen. giving another side. All right, okay. all right. We got one of each. I I don't. I didn't get anything new happening. We didn't get closer to what's happening. What we're revving up to. Let's face it. These phases are to get us to that end battle in the end. It didn't. Mutants. All right. I know, but the way we got it still feels like this like fan service spoon fed thing that we hate but it's so, not that bad because they just kind of leaned it into it at the end so all right the fact that this whole movie is a mutant story sure no, it gave us mutants it. six episodes only to hear two seconds yeah, of a word i'm sorry fair. as it goes as to like when i see her next i'm probably like oh there's miss marvel <laughs> so yeah i mean gotcha that no, makes a little sense okay. as a whole yeah okay so I yeah guys yeah pretty uh, we did it. We went through another full series of a TV show that we had trouble holding on to. But fucking episode six is, guys. It's it's all about that end shit. So I don't Stay know. when we do uh, She-Hulk. Oh, God, no. I was just about <laughs> to say, I was literally, I don't think we're going to be doing another TV show until Stranger Things uh, season five comes out. Oh, hands down. We missed right? a big opportunity there, so stay stay tuned. Um, but for now, guys, please enjoy the Blood, Sweat, and Tears episodes coming to you all the time. Uh, we'll get some IRT to you once in a while. The website is being revamped at the moment, so we don't really have a place to go to, except I remember that podcast at gmail.com. Uh, to send us your feedback. We also have the Beanpod Discord, which we'll be plugging into the website once it's up and running again. Um, that's about it. You guys want to uh, do a juicy plug? You can find me on twitch.tv slash steelsparky. Uh, real good movies. Wow, last time I plugged this, it was like, I think we were on the the prop bracket, but since then there's <laughs> these come out so randomly now. Too, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Whatever, <laughs> listen to them when they come out. They're they're fun conversations to be part of. So. All right, guys, and as always, I'm Bean, I'm Jer, and I'm Steel, and we hope you remember this podcast.